Gaming podcast for people who hate gaming podcasts. Oh dude. man, that's my partner. What's your name today? Dan Tander? Though no, I, it was going to be Officer Danner, and then it was going to be Dan River. That's pretty good. Well, this is Nick Driver. <laughs> so I was welcome. waiting for you to do a Nintendo thing, but uh, you can't really do that. No, I can't actually. Nick Station. Driver, you're the wheel man now. Anyway, uh, welcome. Today we're going to talk about, like, I think the quintessential, like, 70s meets gritty, meets awesome, meets physics, meets cool, meets nostalgic, meets one of the greatest games in gaming history. That's right. Mega oh, you want me to say it? Yeah, Mega Man. <laughs> I feel like Mega Man should be the intro to every single episode we do. Yeah, we might be able to get away with that. Here's a question. Have you ever been put in a scenario where you were in some kind of getaway car or a driver for a situation, like trying to get away, obviously, in a car chase or something? So sort of two instances. One, I was speeding. I think I was doing 45 and a 35 or a 25 or a 30, and Mm -hmm. I saw the cop, and he was totally looking to make sure people weren't speeding. And at the time, I, grew, I drove a green Trans Am, or a Firebird, as we like to refer to them. I remember that. I actually remember yeah. that car. So I was like, oh, my God. Fuck, 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 fuck. He saw me. Fuck, he saw me. Fuck, he saw me. I can't get a ticket. So I drove as fast as I could to the next left-hand turn, because I was also going against traffic from where he was parked. Yeah. And I pulled in and just, like, parked and turned off my car and ducked my head really low. Now, I don't know if the <laughs> cop was looking for me, but a few seconds later, a cop did drive by. Wait. Yeah. So you didn't really, it wasn't really a getaway, you just hid. But he he probably pulled out of his spot because he was going to come behind me, check my plates to see if it was illegal or whatever, and turn on his lights and maybe give me a ticket. So technically I probably got out of a ticket. Yeah, but like, yeah, I guess. I mean, are you saying you've driven away from cops when they're lights? No, I hopped in a car to get away from a scenario that had to speed away. Ah. So wait, do you have another story? Yeah, the other one was just like, okay. um, we got into a fight in a neighborhood, and uh, it was literally like a college fight in a college town. And I Who's pulled we? the, just me and a bunch of my friends, we went to uh, a house party. Is that when you were in the clan? Yeah, the clan, yes. And we went, and this dude got into a fight with a guy, and I pulled him off, and I said, enough, because I was an adult at the time, and I was like, this is where we stop. And I got his blood on my jeans, and I didn't realize it, so... We all got into these cars, and it was a cul-de-sac, literally a cul-de-sac in Newark, Delaware. And we're all waiting <laughs> so in line to get you – know, <laughs> so the chase is the best because we were all leaving the cul-de-sac and waiting to make a right. So we were in a line of, like, eight cars of college boys and girls, like, trying to make a right out of this cul-de-sac, but we had to wait for traffic. 
and a cop just came because he heard there was a fight, and there's all these cars trying to leave the cul-de-sac, and he he shined his light at us. Oh, he, my God, that's so he good. He did the thing, and we were like, what? And he was like, he shined a light on my pants, and he was like, where are you guys going? And he looked at it, and he's like, is that blood? And I was like, it's not mine. And I didn't think that, I just said that because it was the yeah. first words that came to my mind. He said, wrong answer, and he reached in and grabbed me and pulled me out of the car. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Anyway. Is that like, it's like sleepers. You ever see sleepers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, dude, like, that's what happened. You were going to molest me? Yeah, I didn't. No, anyway, dude, I was I talking about jail. stealing hot dogs. What the fuck were you talking about? Isn't that what stealing hot dogs is? Code uh, for? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, have, uh, I only have one story, actually. To Go. save people's names that we know, I'm going to say their names backwards. <laughs> so so I was with uh, Zillal. Yeah, oh, my God. I was with Zillal. And I was with. It's funny, I say uh, his name backwards more than I say it forwards. Surreer. Oh my god! And so we we went to the gym. We went to like a Bally's Fitness or something. We all worked out together, I guess. That's kind of hot. We we went to a Chinese buffet near the gym, and none of us. I think only some of us had some money, but it was only a certain amount. And they asked me to find out to run in a Chinese buffet and see how much it actually was. And I think I told them the wrong price, or I looked at the wrong piece on the menu. I ran back out, and I'm like, oh, we have enough. It's cool. So we all get food, and we get the check, and oh, no. it, it was way more than we thought. We didn't have the actual money. Oh, no. So our plan was to dine and dash, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess we have to do it. Like, there's no fucking way. I don't think cell phones were, like, as prominent. Yeah. So I don't think cool. I could call someone and be like, hey, can you come? Can we buy? I, like, I don't know what the fuck I would you do. You weren't going to Venmo anyone. That's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so they – the plan was for me to be the last one, for me to be like, oh, take the yeah. few dollars, roll it up in the receipt, and then be the last one to leave. So everybody left. Uh, they went to get in the car, and I waited a few minutes, and the dude was still waiting for me to pay the check. And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I took like a bunch of crumbled up ones and put them near the receipt and like the uh, fortune cookie. And when he went back to the kitchen, I like left it on the table and I started, like, speed walking outside of it. And as soon as I open the door, I see my buddy in his car with the back door open. And I dive in the back seat. And as I turn around, I see the what seemed like the cook with, like, an actual <laughs> thing in his hand. I'm pretty sure it was, like, a giant knife. Like, they stormed after me. Yo, you got chased? Dude, I got chased. Like, he probably figured it out and sent the fucking cook after me. I turned my back as I was diving in the back seat of this car. And I see the, the fucking huge-ass cook. He has something in his hand. He's like, Yo, that's a I don't know what he expected to do, chop my fucking head off? For like 14 bucks? Yeah, it literally was like maybe 14 15 dollars that we didn't have. <laughs> Imagine killing someone for 14 bucks. Shout like, out. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I'll never forget that. Because I like, as I was diving in, I like, I guess I like twirled my body like I was like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. As I was getting the big doing the twisty move, I did like a twisty yeah, yeah, yeah. turn, and I like as I dove in, I saw him, and my friend like sped away because everyone else saw him too. So we sped away, dude. That's pretty hot, dude. I Look fucking broke the wall. Was that before or after the gym? I'm really confused. Uh, it was after the gym. So you guys would do gains and then go to the Chinese buffet. Yes. Okay, that sounds good. It sounds like a really good combination. Sounds like a good combination. <laughs> sounds like you would get diarrhea from both. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it probably wasn't the best idea because I think near the uh, the gym was like right. 
the same spot. The gym is like right in front of like a McDonald's or like a Wendy's. So like when you're running on the treadmill, the window just shows you Wendy's or McDonald's. And you're like, so I'm, I'm like, eat that yeah, in there. yeah, this is probably not the best place. So <laughs> awesome. Anyway, I broke the law. Whoa. I hope that guy's listening. You think he's listening? What if he just listens to podcasts to try and find who admits it? And once it's released, he's gonna find you. <laughs> fuck you up, dude. Yo, he's gonna fuck you up. He got me. No, he got my number. Now yeah, he's been okay, at least like twenty years. So okay, you have to refer to me as Nad this whole episode, so yep. he doesn't know. Yeah, you're Nad. Well, it's not like he knew my name anyway. He might have, dude. What if he? Uh, uh, shit, yeah, what if he snipped them once? His one dollar bills that he rolled up. Oh God. <laughs> So, I wanted to ask that because that yeah. leads into obviously the topic of our conversation, which is oh, um, you are the wheel man. That's the name of the game, right? Yeah, I I actually can't believe that that's actually part of the title, which is crazy. Well, is it? It says it was in North America. I've never seen a game that actually had that written on it. I think it was. Oh, you know what? I don't know if it was actually written on the case. The box it wasn't. It was North totally America. not written on the case. No yeah. Knows well, who here's jewel the thing. cases are anymore, do they? No, they don't. And I'm so glad you said jewel cases yeah. because that means you're a real gamer. If anyone's listening and has never said the word jewel case, don't just oh, get out. Turn it off, jewel caseless. You're non-jewel case listeners. Okay, we know who you are. So, yeah, jewel case. I have tons of jewel cases under my bed. I sleep. I have them under my pillow. Like you're like small cases. Some Sometimes people I open say them you're up small and of jewel cases in there. You have jewel yeah. cases as far as the eye can see, and just jewel cases. And sometimes they get cracked, but they protect the game pretty well. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, we're talking about driver. I feel like it was like a first of its kind because every game nowadays you can drive a car, you can fucking crash into cars, you can drive around open cities. Like every GTA now for the past like 15 years, if twice fast. 20 years. Yeah. Well, you can do what this game does, but this game did it first, technically. 1999, dude. 1999. It's a tw- over 20 year anniversary for our boy. Yeah, I just feel like it's actually the yeah, 21 year anniversary. Oh, you know what? This matches up. 21st episode, 21 year anniversary. That's why we did it. Yeah, that's exactly why we did it. For the listeners. <laughs> um I just wanted to I just wanted to talk like just quickly comment like how there's no games like this anymore because that came out before Grand Theft Auto. Like yeah. it was kind of the precursor. You can the, find yeah. everything you find in these games now, and it's just really annoying. But that's all. Episode's over. That's it. We summed that's it up. It. We um, talked about our life driver, and then we talked about the game. And then we series. talked about breaking the law. We talked about uh, Chinese buffet chefs. Yeah, dude. What your dad? His nickname was John Tanner, dude. Yeah. My dad's name, my dad's nickname was John Panner. Yeah. Is that what he used to sit on pans when they were hot? No. Get the rush? <laughs> he would, he would panhandle for money, but like, he would say his name <laughs> was the same as the guy from Driver. That's pretty cool. Hey, tell me about Driver, colon, you are the wheel man. Um, for one, it was GT Interactive Software. June 1999. I remember it like it was yesterday. I do, so I started, I do remember it like it was yesterday. Here's the craziest part. There's a two-minute and 45-second two video that's kind of like the uh, – they showed it at E3 before this game was released. Um, if you looked it up right now, like you would recognize it. 
it, yeah, it actually what is it? Is it the mind. intro it's, of the game? Yes. So it's it's this is what they did to show the game was coming out, and it was ahead of its time CGI. Like right now, you might laugh at it, but at the time, it was one of the best in quotes. Um, it looked really awesome, and it was you just going through a garage, real quiet, looking at the cars to your left and your right, and then you focus on. I guess it's like a 1965 Mustang. You get in it. You hotwire it all while, like, no other music is playing or anything. It's just, like, all it, – it looks like a movie from, like, the 1980s or 70s. Um, some people even say this is based on Driver. The movie came out in, like, 78 or something like that. Makes sense. <coughs> anyway, you hotwire it. You get in the car, and as you're going through the parking garage, there's a cop car that's, like, slowly looking at all these cars. And as it hits the lights and, like, woo, 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 your car just you're takes fucked. off. You're yeah. Well, but your tar- your car just fucking spins tires, dude. It does a burnout. You're you're going, and the whole time you just go full speed, and that's that's how I remember this game from that video. And I watched that that CGI video, and I was like, this is the coolest game ever. Yeah, I watched it too. It's funny because it's sort of like a horror movie intro because there's no music. It's just yeah. footsteps. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of scary because some of the views are like under cars. But yeah, he gets he outwires the car, he gets out. It's really it, surprisingly the graphics look pretty good for '99. I'm telling you, they were ahead of their time at the, at the time. Yeah. The other cool don't we thing say is, that? Wait, don't we say that about every game we we talk about? I don't know, but anyway, I don't want to get into it. The polygon count in this one was through the roof. <laughs> yeah, we don't like to talk poly- politics or polygon ticks. Polygon ticks in this. A polygon ticks. But the whole game was um. 70s derivative like it feels like a 70s 80s vibe i think they did a very good job of capturing it and the whole idea was you were a getaway driver and how do you make that into a game well it was interesting because they focused on all the physics they focused on all the car driving and everything but like you don't get to leave your car you don't even talk he barely talks i don't think he He does does he does say some things does he or while you're yeah, driving, yeah. I feel like he does. Well, no, I was watching some of the cutscenes, and somebody was talking to him at, like, a diner, and they were, like, uh, offering okay. him a job, and he was, like, they were, like, how much you want? And he said a number. He's, like, 15. And they're, like, okay, you, you'll you get it. And he's, like, I want small bills. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. And I was, like, ew, just stop, stop talking, dude. Yo, John Tanner, my man. Could we talk his about name. him for a second? Because Yeah, his name sounds only- super generic. Well, the only characteristic he has is that he's a former race car driver. Yes, I do love that. That's his only characteristic, which I think... I like how he's an edgy cop, and they're like, you're going to go undercover, and he's like, I don't need my badge. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of interesting. I'm like, oh, that's... I want to go to the Indy 500. (laughs) Undercover. So, yeah, they, they don't talk about... The funny thing is they don't talk about why he's... They just say... In the manual, they say he's he's a cop. He was a race car driver, but because of an accident, that ended his career. So I was trying to think of like what, <laughs> an accident like, that could have ended his career. Yeah, like yeah. what kind of act, like did he just pee himself while he was driving? And then no, I thought maybe I read... he actually maybe he ate a bunch of tacos before one race <laughs> and he shit himself. <laughs> and you know how cars so like, flip? You know how cars like flip when they crash? I think that happens. I don't watch NASCAR, but cars flip. So like when he shit himself, the car flipped and shit went past the barrier into the audience. So was so they used to they yelled at him and called him Toilet Tanner. So 
so embarrassed for him. Yeah, so he had to change his name. That's why he became a cop. <laughs> oh, my God. They called yeah, him I Toilet would... Tanner for years. <laughs> I would have become a cop, too. I could just picture a bunch of kids screaming at him, Toilet Tanner, Toilet yeah. Tanner. And well, they weren't yelling at like they were. Everyone was covered in shit, so they were just... <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody on the other side of the NASCAR thing was calling him that. Yep, that's that's exactly what happened. That's weird. Uh, yeah. The movie you, you literally yeah you literally never find out why he was not a race car driver so that's why you don't find out much it's that's kind of the beauty of this era of PlayStation games like they had plot which is more than some of their prequels like a Nintendo game like sometimes didn't have any plot you were jumping from A to B and shooting a bad guy and you just you're trying to beat him yeah so like we got into this range and it was like whoa he was an ex race car driver and now he's undercover to stop the this and it's like whoa that's a lot. But they never tell you any more than that. Like, that's the whole story. You got it Sometimes all. Sometimes it's told in the manual. Like, in this manual, I actually found it. First off, I found the instruction manual online. Yours? Oh, I thought you found yours, dude. That would be nice. No, no. Secondly, it actually says less in the manual than I thought, which is, <laughs> which I thought I would get more story out of the manual. But I was like, all right, well, there's some story in the game. You start, what is, what's the story again? He's, I don't know, he's an undercover cop, and he has to infiltrate this whole secret underworld, and then they need a getaway driver, so he's the getaway driver, and eventually you climb the chain and realize that they're trying to assassinate the president. Oh my god, that's my favorite part. (laughs) The president didn't even make our list of presidents. Oh my god, yeah, I just realized that when I was looking this shit up, because I'm like, he's great, because in the last level, you you have to get the president away from everybody. Safety, yeah. But the whole time, when you're like driving and making turns, he's like, that's a nice turn. (laughs) <laughs> that's a Yo, really he should have been that's a nice list. one boy like he keeps Good job. Like, saying things yeah that don't have anything to do with anything but that was my favorite part because I'm like fuck this guy could have definitely made our list of presidents mm-hmm. that's what I'm telling you there are more um, going back, uh, actually going back to the manual the the uh, the manual for <laughs> this game was my favorite era of like video game manuals because it was before they went crazy and put like the whole story in them but it was also, like, really well done. But in it, the very first page is a picture of the PlayStation that says, it's basically like, this is the PlayStation. This is the on button. And I'm like, uh, you It starts telling you how to work like, the PlayStation. Yeah. You're, like, showing a picture of the controller, and they're like, this is the X button. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the fucking worst. That's, that's, that's good stuff, dude. Actually, you know what's funny about this game, too? The intro was actually the hardest part of the game. Oh, oh my God! I was actually in the garage. Bring that up. Did you mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you beat the garage, you beat the hardest part of the whole fucking game. Yeah. So to get the job for the mob, they ask you to do a whole bunch of stunts in like two minutes, and there's a stopwatch at the top of the screen, and they just say go. And it's funny because there's there's always a dude in your car, which cracks me up, and that's why it's <laughs> so funny that John Tanner doesn't talk because the the other guy in your car, the will person always, always talk. does, yeah, always, and it's like. You have to do a slalom, a 180, a reverse 180. Uh, I didn't even know what half of these words were. I didn't know what slalom was. I looked it up online. Who who even says that word? Exactly. That's that's where I learned slalom. That's literally where I learned the word. Um, Reverse 180. There's like you have to do a burnout, a 360, a regular 180. You have to do all these tricks. And while you're doing them, the dude in the car is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man. Hey, man. (laughs) And he says stuff like that. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a new paint job every time you crash. And I, I like I, – those are, like, small details that are corny, but looking back, I appreciate them maybe. I don't no, know. Yeah. Or hated them. I wanted to – I actually was going to bring that up too because that's one of my favorite things. While you're doing these craziest – I don't know why it was so hard to do. 
like I don't understand why it was physically impossible to do every single thing in that allotted time. It's an open parking lot. weird because, like, you – well, it has a lot of those beams in the middle, and it's also weird because you don't know what they're asking you to do. Like, it's really generic. They're like, hey, just do a 360, and you're like, where do I do it? What do I – what are you talking about? How many people did they expect to know what the fuck a slalom was? Besides yeah, your dad, yeah, I have no idea. See, that one time I came over, he asked me, he told me he was slaloming something. Yeah, and I'm he like, said, oh, like, what does that mean? He said, and he mom. wouldn't, he wouldn't open his mouth though, like, so something was in his mouth. <laughs> so I wasn't sure, and then I left that night. And I remember like hearing like a splash at the ground. <laughs> I don't know what was in there. Maybe he dropped some water. I'm not sure. Yeah, your, your dad, John John Panner, dude. I'm telling you, that's why they yep. call him that. <laughs> he was panhandling that night, every other night, like like a race yeah. car guy. Oh, like oh I, found, I did. Find, I find I found a minimal plot that I wrote down as a sentence. Good. Lieutenant McKenzie instructs Tanner to infiltrate yeah. the Castaldi crime family and takes him to Miami, San Francisco, L.A., and New York. That's yeah. all I wrote down. That's all you needed to write down. It's fine. It's, all, it's, it's the whole game. crazy, though, dude, because the thing I liked about this game and looking back and seeing videos from it is, like, there's a 70s vibe where, like, they play 70s music. There's, like, kind of porno music playing. Like, oh, and, the whole, like yeah, the whole time. Yeah. That was, like, Seinfeld. Yeah, that was, like, Seinfeld. Here, apologize. <laughs> and uh, they uh, they even had, like, I feel like, I feel like was it one of the first games with like p- prominent black characters, voice actors, because like there were a lot and they were like doing like the Shaft type thing and I don't remember a lot of games that had that, but it had that. Well, you vibe have to, to meet. It. You have to meet yeah. a pimp in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's Rufus. a little offensive. Yeah. Yes, Rufus. Yeah, that was the game. <laughs> I think it's the ninety video games really love like, pimps. I think there were so many pimps in video games. There were. There were. Yeah, I, you know what sucks? Yeah. Video games gave pimps a bad name. That's probably why they don't exist. Well, that's probably why games nowadays don't have pimps. Can you name a video game in the past ten years that's had a pimp in it? Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't think it did, did it? I don't. I didn't play it. But... <laughs> I don't think it did. I'm telling you, dude. Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah, it did have a pimp. Yeah, in it. that's Good gonna have call. a pimp. Good call. In Good call. That's yeah. wild. The other no, thing you're that's... right. Like, and it, and it has nothing to do with like people being offended by. It. I think like in the last twenty years, like pimps. you literally can't name one. The, uh, I mean, the you know, probably is, does have people being offended. Somewhere. Yeah, probably. The other thing is, like, the 70s vibe uh, was in the music, a little bit of the culture, a little bit of, like, voice acting, a little bit in the music, but also the cars themselves. Like, I, I kind of got a feel for the cars. And it's funny, watching the video, I recognize the sound of the engine. And I'm not a car guy who's like, yo, do you hear that Z8? Fuck it. And say the name of the engine, because I can't. Yeah. But there is a little something that was kind of cool about hearing the car engines, and I don't know, like, I felt like the game embodied 70s cars and 80s cars and, like, muscle cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, the sound effects were great. Like, I don't know shit. Whoa, I know whoa, whoa, about you. Like, whoa, I could care less about cars. Whoa, whoa, <clears throat> What? Game Spots. Frank Provo was critical of the sounds, saying it lacked realism in what driving should have. But otherwise, driver is a smoothness per- personified. So Wait, what's this guy's name again? 
Frank Provo, dude. You want to call him out? Hey, hey, hey Frank. Let's call him Frank. out. Hey, Frank. Yeah, hey, Frank. Frank Provo, Provo. from, um, what's it called? GameSpot. GameSpot. Game How many years ago? When was that review? 1999, dude. Let's Listen, call him out right Frank. now. Frank. Hello. Come on you down, Frank. Provo. Come on down, Provo. Come down to this studio. We have One a copy of Driver. We want We're you to gonna... play. We tied up your wife and daughter. Um, we got guns. We got so guns. if you, you know, oh. so if you don't beat the training tutorial with the sound we'll just, off, yeah, we're we'll gonna do it without the sound off. Yeah, let's do it with the sound um, off. Okay. Just come on down to the studio, dude. I just want to talk it out. And we're not gonna hurt anything. Yeah, we're not gonna. Here. No, yeah, we're not uh, gonna get political, Frank. Yeah, we don't want. We don't want to get political or political. We just want you to come down. What was, wait? What was the rest of his review? I didn't even click on it. I don't I think he actually gave him pretty don't good give him clickbait. I'm not giving him clickbait, dude. I'm not doing it. Are you We're not giving him any more attention. Stupid? Not giving Frank any more attention. He's you had enough already gave attention. him a whole five minute segment. Clickbait. You know what? Forget about Frank. Come down here. Let's let's get the wife and Frank. Daughter, so. to turn around. We don't want you coming down. Fucking <laughs> okay, clickbait, man. Turn, turn your car around, Frank. We're turn done. Your- Turn your car around. Turn your life around. Yeah, turn your life around, you big fucking loser. If you guys want to donate um, to our uh, Patreon, our our donation platform, I changed the name of it. It's a Tanner Fund. I thought you changed it to Panner Fund, and your dad said he was in charge of it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, but then then he wanted he. I kept asking him questions, and he was like, "Slalom," and I'm like, "What are you trying (laughs) to say?" He had something in his mouth. I'm like, Dad, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, All right, we'll donate, and we'll donate to a, a great fund or something. So what else? Yeah. Do you want to wrap up uh, Driver 1, as we can call it? Or, I mean, do you want to talk about – Actually, your... what, uh, one of my – another small thing that I like about Driver 1 is when in between jobs, you go into the shitty motel of Tanner. Oh, yes. That's so, so cool. The, the shitty BCR, motel is – The toolbox. Yeah, where you save the yeah. game. If you save the game, you go to the VCR. If you yep. want to do a new job, you go to the answering machine. Oh, the answering machine is so op- cool. Yeah, if you want to do options, it's a toolbox. Tool yeah. um, the door think, was to go to If you want to go for a ride. Yeah, the door was actually the main menu, and they go for like a – you can go like a free roam ride, around yeah. cool, and that's like a pair of keys. But yeah. here's here's my thing. That that was fantastic. Like it all, he, he still watches VCRs. They're probably up for it. There's like a pile of VCRs in the ground. Mm-hmm. There's, there's literally like seven VCRs, like one sticking out. They're definitely hundred percent, hundred percent. They're all sugar bush. Um, but yeah, it's probably all sugar bush pornos. So he's, <laughs> so in that, like the, the bed is next to the answer machine. Whatever the layout is, in cutscenes that they show later, the layout of his hotel room is completely different. Has <laughs> that been bothering I you? For that was years? really funny because I was watching the cutscenes and I'm like, wait a minute. Is Wait, this uh, another room? Did you room. <laughs> did you pay for another room, Tanner, just so you don't have to? I don't know. But I thought it was really funny. They, I don't can't believe they missed that continuity. Error. Twenty years later, here we are. We're blowing the lid off of this one. So we already talked about we talked about the graphics. The graphics are jagged as shit. Wait, let's Everything's... hold on. Let's can we talk about Driver One at the end too? Because I want to end on Driver One. Wait, you wanted to? You want to yeah, end on yeah. Driver? Yeah, because I want to talk about uh, survival, art of chase, and oh, uh, uh, you want to? Okay, I want, I want to talk about all of them at the end, dude. I have to because it's going to be my favorite. Let's just get the other stuff out of the way. 
the game was a huge hit. The game sold both critically and commercially. It sold one million copies in like a, like yeah. by August in '99, and it sold yeah. over three million in a lifetime of its entirety. I think it was probably in storage for like a couple of years, so it sold three million copies. So that was like a huge hit in Let's make a sequel. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about Driver Two. Uh, the Wheelman is back, or is in Europe, it? it's yeah. Nobody cares about this subtitle, Wheelman. Like <laughs> literally, nobody you distinguishes Driver. It was like, oh shit, the Wheelman, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. So Driver what Two is? was called The Wheelman is back, and then in Europe, it was called Driver Two back, back to the streets, or back oh, in the streets. But it doesn't make any sense. He was never in the streets in the, in the first place. Yeah. You're probably so right. it's called Driver 2. It came out a little bit over a year later, so in November of 2000. The creator just took what they thought, what people liked about the game and just compounded it, I guess. You were, able, you were able to, Yeah, you were able to get more cars. There were four new cities. There was Chicago, Havana. You can Las get Vegas. out of the car and into another car in this one or no? No, no. In this one, you, just, was you can just get into okay. cars. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Well, you were just saying hop out? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get to that. So it's just oh, a okay. generic – it was another generic cop generic story. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but two of, the what the, two of the biggest what the fucks about this game is that it was two discs. That's fucked up. It was a two-disker? I didn't know this two about Driver 2. I, I distinctly remember this because That's I guess you can't shit. fit all the garbage cutscenes on one disc. Oh, God. Yeah. And then the second thing was that you were able to get out of your car. And holy shit, does that look terrible. Yeah, dude, the graphics are really bad on that. <laughs> like, if you couldn't make that look okay, like even moderately okay, just take it out of the fucking game. The way I, when I was watching the character model, like, run around this, it looked like, like, rolled up tinfoil. Like, if you used tinfoil <laughs> to cook a pizza, yeah, and then you yeah. roll it up, and then make a little man out of it. That's what he looked so, like. Low polygon count? Is that what you're giving us Oh, there? my God, it was like... No polygons. There was no, no polygons involved in making him. Wow. And this was 2000. Like, first off, Metal Gear Solid came out. That was two deaths. Final Fantasy came yeah. out. Like, everyone was able to make something that looked like a person running. And it was just wild that they couldn't make one dude look normal walking around. all the money on, you know, fucking driving. Literally. Did they? Because it's literally exactly the same as the first game. <laughs> Good point. I mean, how much could it have cost for the second game? They just reskin it a little bit, updated. Pretty much. I mean, and here's my here's another funny thing about the driver games. At least one and two, they pulled the old one two of like this the depth perception thing from old video games where Silent Hill did a really good where you couldn't show things far away. So what they did was they covered the city down and fog. So in Driver, it was like the whole background was like a painted cityscape, but as like two blocks forward you can't see two blocks forward the buildings so out of nowhere as you're driving buildings just appear buildings just appear <laughs> so <laughs> that happened with a lot that, of those games but yeah even driver one that, game from yeah 2000 before so Trolls. it's pretty much the same thing they ported it they didn't port it to the pc apparently they ported the first driver to the pc yeah they did they didn't do it with the second one well get well this pisses me off because the first driver had better graphics better cutscenes, better music. Like, the first driver on PC was, like, astronomical. It was like when they ported uh, the Star Wars game that we yeah. talked about before. So then they port, they only ported this to the Game Boy Advance, Oof. which is, I have, it doesn't, I don't even know why you would do that. <laughs> so it was 2002, 
and it looks as bad as it sounds, like porting a game like Driver onto the Game Boy Advance. Sounds terrible. So he looked terrible getting out of his car. The game was essentially the same. It was two discs for some reason. I think, like, the first disc was the first two cities, and the <laughs> second one was the second two cities. But it actually sold like crazy. But Name, dude. Name. It sold uh, 2.8 million copies. What was the kind of rating? Did it get did it get well received? Yeah, I got like it got like less than the first one. Yeah, like but it was 70s. still like oh drivers back. Yeah, drivers back, baby. A new but set never, of drivers. Yeah. A new set of drives for you to drive. And it's the same, the plot's the same Tanner, like I think talks a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like he does. And the first one yeah. I feel like he barely does. This one I feel like he says like nineteen sentences. Uh, you know what's yeah, he probably you could probably hear his footsteps more than his fucking voice in this game. Yeah. It's, that's all you hear when he's running through the streets. It's the worst. But so footsteps. <laughs> and I so I guess because of the poor reception and the rise of the PS2, they waited a while to make uh, Driver uh, Three. Uh, Two thousand four, right? Two thousand four, but it wasn't called Driver Crazy. Three. It was called Drive <laughs> Three R. <laughs> Drive Three R. No, it was Driv Three R. Driv Three R. <laughs> it's the perfect really? title. Really? It's so as, cool. As we all refer to it as. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty extreme. So it came out on the PS2 and Xbox in June t- 2004. And they actually, Atari published it and they pulled out all the stops because they wanted this. Like, it's been four years since Driver. Let's make it. They went Driver. Yeah, they went Driver and be like this hardcore franchise now. And I don't, I never played it. Did you ever play Driver? Did you ever play Driver 2? Um, like once in my life. Really? I remember owning it. It was like a red jewel case. It was double, fucking double disc. Dude, you own numerous games of double disc. disc. I know, dude. I double disc your mom. Yeah? You know she (laughs) listens to the show now, right? (laughs) I know she does now. Now I'm like, oh, I apologize. Dude, you're really fucked up. No, I apologize for doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. Um, So in between 2000 and 2004, how many Grand Theft Auto games came out? Like, literally all of them? Is that when they came out? That was their heyday? Well, that's, that's what I'm great. thinking. Like, yeah, what? Vice three, City. Vice City was uh, probably coming out. Vice right? City, San Andreas. Like, they all came out in between 2000 and 2004. So, so drive your fucking one more Tanner. Shoot people. Yeah, like, Tanner is is dead. He should just kill himself. Like, that's there's no reason to make a driver game. So, no. I never played Driver 3. I didn't even remember it coming out on the PS2. I think... The funny thing is, I think I was over Driver, and I think I'm I was that was during the period where I actually got in that the Chinese buffet getaway. <laughs> so I think I was like, screw it, You're I'm just doing live. real life drivers. Yeah, I was doing real life driving. I didn't need Tanner. Like nobody, nobody remembered Tanner at all. There's a weird thing where I feel like, do do you think anyone remembered Tanner and like was like really rooting for him, or like he carried over well? I think he was a terrible carryover. I feel oh, like everyone a terrible, terrible protagonist. Yeah. Like like I said, the only attribute that people know him as is he was a former race car driver. <laughs> who pooped. Who, who pooped. pooped himself. When the car flipped upside down. Or the tanner. They're still it, calling that. That's why he... Huh? Oh, this makes sense. That's Shit why he's going to, going to different cities. Yeah. Everyone figures them out. Yo, they smell them out. Oh, shit. Aren't you the guy that shit himself at NASCAR? Yeah. And then he goes to another city. <laughs> Do you think he has to have, like, a, a cool license plate or bumper sticker that says, like, shit happens and, like, it cheers him up? I remember that. He gives himself a license plate that says shit happens and then goes outside and looks at the license plate and tears up. 
<laughs> no, a bumper sticker, not like a license plate. Like but did sticker. he still get out of the car and look at the bumper sticker? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's written in reverse and he can see it in the mirror. So he puts it on his oh, car. Oh, that's better. I like it. that. Yeah. So you can just look at it and kind of tear up a little bit. I really like that. So anyway, drive 3R, driver, whatever the fuck you want to drive call it. 3R. It's, it's mm-hmm. literally a Grand Theft Auto game, and it's terrible. It's fake. Well, it's stupid because, like I said, they pulled out all the stops. So guess what? There's a voice cast in this that's, like, famous. Really? Guess who Tanner is? Guess who John Tanner is? Hayden. from Michael South. Madsen. Which one's he? I don't know. Um, Michael Madsen's the dude that, from Reservoir Dogs that cuts the guy's ear off. Yeah, no shit. That's him? Yeah. That's uh, cool. Ving Rames is his partner. What? That's kind of crazy. Um, Mickey Rourke is in it. What? Michelle Rodriguez and Iggy Pop is also in it. This is even crazier because I feel like they thought this was going to take off. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they were, oh, this is going to be it. There's and license, they even license real songs. So while you're in the car, like they, yeah. like I said, in this time period, I think like three Grand Theft Auto games already came out. So they're already killing it. They already have licensed songs. I guess they figured they were going to cash in and ride the same wave, but really they got crushed by the wave. Yeah, it was a really bad decision. The game sucked. I watched tons of videos of it, and it was just a bad version of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it came out in November 2004. Grand Theft Auto, I think, came out in October 2004. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's bad timing. The, uh, the well, other thing is, it's like yeah. Grand Theft Auto was like good at what it was good at. This game was good at driving, physics, and fun. And they were like, let's add shooting. Let's add getting outside of your car. Like, they added things they weren't good at. Well, they added you can get on, you can drive speedboats and motorbikes. And the whole idea of driver was, you're driving a car, dude. And what I mentioned earlier, muscle car. Like, you're American car. Like, you're in the car. You don't even talk. Like, that's the whole point of view. The point of view isn't to be freaking Grand Theft Auto and, like, fucking fly around and drive new vehicles and shoot people. Like, that's not Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, so Michael Madsen, you really done fucked up. So no. anyway, I actually, I wasn't going to, I was going to barely talk about this game because of all, when I looked it up and I'm like, oh, this is just garbage. <laughs> Apparently it was notorious, it's notorious garbage. Oh, But the really? best thing I found out about it is, Nick, does the word driver gate mean anything to you? <laughs> no, it doesn't, but please keep going. I want to hear. So when I was looking up information about this game, I came across, oh, it's drive 3R gate. But there is an occurrence <laughs> that is okay. dubbed driver gate. And it regards the terrible launch of Driver, which is hilarious. So Atari was the publisher. So Atari was the publisher. Uh, GT Interactive that you think you mentioned and the company Reflections that made it. Yeah, Reflections did. Yeah. Yeah. So Atari bought GT Interactive and it became it. And then they owned Reflections, I think. So they wanted Driver 3. It's been four years. They wanted Driver 3 to to beat Grand Theft Auto because Grand Theft Auto was like killing it. So they wanted to put the Grand Theft Auto franchise below them. And they, you know, they wanted to beat them so badly in the sales that they literally pulled out all the money that they had behind the launch of Driver 3. Oh, and they worked on it for three and a half years to do it. And they wanted to, they wanted to make the 2004 holiday. So they made reflections. They forced reflections to try to release, release it, it early. Before it was like actually finished. God damn it. I knew it. So and they that's wanted to why it's it, a half cooked game. So, there's so many bugs in it. So, instead of taking the hit and just maybe being like, you know what, we're not going to make the holiday season, let's, let's just let's work on it some more. A few more months. Atari, Atari thought of a great idea to reach out to two of the biggest um, 
video game magazines in Europe. And they were called, they were owned by a company called Future. I think it was called Future Media. They owned like two big uh, video game um, magazines. One was called PlayStation Magazine. It was called PSM2 and Xbox World. So the whole plan <clears throat> was that they were going to give this magazine an early build of the game to review. And so that would benefit them, and they would be like, hey, here's an early build of the game. In return, give, us a, great, give yeah, us a great yeah, review. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, no. they, these magazines were like, oh, shit, we're going to get, like, great sales because we're yeah, going to have gonna this get early, Yeah, they we're going to early them, reviews. Yeah, they gave it to them two months before the game was supposed to come out. Okay. So, of course, the company said yes. Um, they gave them a build of the game. I don't know. It probably had all the glitches and shit, and it was probably yeah, terrible. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and they so probably course, said, hey, we're working magazines on it. Came okay. out, they're like, we have two months before it comes out, like a review of Driver 3. The reviews, of course, were glowing. 9 out of 10. Well, of 10 course. out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Now everyone thought like Driver 3 was this like perfect game. And then it finally came out two months later with like a million bugs and glitches and like unwatchable gameplay. Some of the It's literally some of the worst shit I've ever seen when I watch videos of it. So... Other magazines gave it, like, more accurate reviews of, like, what it actually was. Like, this is fucking hot garbage. So when more reviews came out and they realized it was really bad, people freaked out. So people went on message boards of those magazines. Of the two magazines, yeah. Of the two magazines. You and they went on a message board life. of – have you ever heard of Games Radar? No. Wait, yeah, I have. Yeah. So, I th- so I, that's owned by that company, Future, okay. that owned the two magazines. So people stormed these message boards and were like, yo, what the fuck? Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, game? you guys gave this a 9 out of 10. Like, were you guys paid? Like, all this shit. Like, people were calling them out knowing it was true. Of course. And what did the company do? The company was just deleting sure. everyone's messages, everyone's <laughs> comments. So. And even... One of the guys that reviewed the games with, like, a bullshit review went in the message board. It was like, no, I stand by my review, like, 9 out of 10 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 9 out of 10. So this whole time, Future is, like, seeing their message board blow up with, like, everybody calling it garbage and shit. And all they're yeah. doing is pressing delete. They're literally yeah. – they're deleting messages. They're banning mods that have been on their feed. <laughs> banning everyone. They're literally banning everyone. <laughs> so, so what's Atari doing this whole time? Atari is doing something just as slimy because they hired a marketing company to make fake troll accounts to go on message boards and uh, defend Driver 3. Yeah, wait, they did this? It's it's proven? Yeah. Oh, so what they did was, yeah, genius. so they hired this, like, guerrilla marketing play, uh, company. I forget what it was, it was called, like, something with a B. But uh, they hired people to go on, like, Driver 3 message boards. And be like, yeah, I think Driver 3. Yeah, to be like, oh, I played the game, like, uh, this is great. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a good game. You don't know. And somehow there was like three users that did it constantly, and people oh, figured they got out. caught. They, uh, they traced their IP to like the headquarters of the marketing company. That's genius. This is good stuff, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. So then, I think at like a last ditch effort, like this was happening in real time, so people were figuring this out. As a last ditch sure. effort, uh, the company Future just deleted every piece of everything about everything. That's I somehow I somehow found a video, and it's. Apparently, it was deleted off Wikipedia and then re-put back up, really? I guess, somewhat recently. But it was, like, wiped clean. Like, nobody knew about this. And then I think uh, a couple years later, Atari filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> so. Wow, dude. So this yeah. all went so they sold. Crazy. I think before they went bankrupt, they sold the rights to Ubisoft. But, again, it's known as Drivergate because they tried to flood it with fake-ass reviews and they tried to give and people a shitty game. And they got fucked up. 
Yeah, they got fucked up. So the the behind the scenes thing of Driver Three is more entertaining than actual Driver Three, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, so that's a Driver Gate. It's like the new. It's like the real Gamer Gate, you know. It's kind of funny that it happened because I love Gamer Gate, and you know both of us. You know what side we're on, right? Yeah, the gate. The gamer. Oh, I thought I'm on the side of the gate, dude. I'm on. I'm kind of on both sides. Is like that why people get, tune in? Like, you got to put a gate up, dude. To keep the gamers out? Yeah, like you can't let your parents come in on you while you're gaming. So you, it, you set up a gamer gate. Is that what a gamer gate is? Is to keep your parents from knowing you're gaming? Yeah. What did you think it was? I thought it was to keep your parents in so they had to watch you game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it ups your view count. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, shit. You know, how cool would that be if, like, 20 years ago, you were, like, you made a girl and her friends come over to your house and then, like, two of your friends, and you were watching the game, and you were like, yo, everyone, let's hang out, and you were playing a game they didn't want to see, and you are like, yo, my view count's up to six. <laughs> <laughs> Before the internet, it was who could get the highest view count. You know what shit, I mean? That's a game. Yo, we're, we want, we need someone to make an actual gamer gate, like, gate. Like a gate what, for gamers. Yeah, like, what's, what's a Turtle Beach? Are they doing anything right now? I don't know, but seriously, if they could make a gate that would help gamers get more views, then it would be a good product. Yeah, right? I think that's the perfect, we'll call it Gamergate, and that's it. Like, that's It's the Gamergate, dude. T- it Twitch runs streamers on, will be a number of views on through the roof. Low-voltage electric, it'll help you get views, because it'll yeah, let you to learn, tries to leave. They'll learn to want to stay, because they don't want to get electrocuted. Yeah, and yeah, I don't want to get electrocuted, do you? No, so just watch so the just game. Watch, watch people game. Watch yeah. me game. Come on, I'm gonna mom. play again. Is it my turn? No, relax. I'm playing. Yeah. So what? What were we? What? Were we, what oh, driver three. Drive, uh, three driver R. three. Drive. Drive three R. So the game was about? game is terrible. Uh, it sold you really to shit. Talk it about sold parallels like really bad. for like an hour. What's that? You wanted to talk about driver parallels for like an hour? Say? Well, let me give me a hot second, dude. Give me one second. I just want to, it sold uh, 750,000 worldwide, so that's like way less than either one, like worldwide. So I want to give, I'm going to rate and grade Driver 2 and 3 combined. Okay. The Driver 2, I give Driver 2. Let's say if they were, hold on, hold on, what if they were an Uber driver? What would Driver 2 get? Okay, okay, okay. Do it that way. Driver 2 gets uh, three stars, three star rating. Um, And I would give Driver 2 a $2 tip. Okay. Even like for how far of a drive is it? I mean, uh, well he he got out of the car. I would have given him more, but he kept getting out of the car. <laughs> Changing cars? Did yeah. you have to change cars with him? Uh, yeah. Driver three gets zero stars. Wow. But it. but it has stars in it, so I guess I give it five stars. That's a good. That's a that's a good review. I like. Yeah, it. but no tip. Okay. <laughs> he kept again. He stayed out of the car. He kept getting out of the car and just stayed out. Uh, he kept out going on a motorbike. He left me in the car. <laughs> you were like, "No, I have to get to this apartment." He was yeah. like, "Yeah, let's take a motorcycle and a, a motorboat." Um, my Uber ride with Drivergate, on the other hand, gets mm-hmm. five stars and a fifty dollar tip. That's incredible. Was it that good, or you just think it was that good? I just love Drivergate. I think the story is phenomenal. It was just so such a good ride. Riveting. Yeah. So what other uh, what other driver games or uh, 
or on, down the tunnel, shoot, whatever. The that's all of them, dude. Parallel? That's it. I just know the name of it. Do you yeah, know I didn't look. Well, all I know about it is it came out in uh See, I don't even know. I don't even want to look at it. But I know it's not about Tanner, so we shouldn't even talk about it. Oh, shit, dude. Tanner's it's not legit. Legit. Oh, Parallels? Bro. So it's not – Tanner's not the main character. It's like instead of playing an undercover cop, you just play a straight-up criminal. And I that's, start watching – Wait. That's crazy because do you know what the controversy was for Driver 1 that you might not have come across? No, what? So it's Driver. You are the wheel man. And early indications were that you could choose whether to be good or bad. And at the oh. time, there were a lot of games coming out that were like, you were a good guy or you were a bad guy. Well, they really thought you were going to be a criminal in Driver and that you could literally be bad and work for the mafia. Oh, the well, turns out not fucking take that. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't matter in the story. I mean, why do the graphics matter? I mean, it matters to me. Okay. Well, either way, they were. <laughs> a lot of people were like, "Oh, is this is so PC. He's not a criminal. He's just an undercover cop." And it it kind of was like a little funny that they were advertising you could be a bad guy. You oh could wow! Yeah, I didn't work know that. for the mafia, and it turns out, oh, not really. He's a he's a cop. He's just, he's he's just a he's, race car driver. He's just an ex-race car driver who pooped his pants, and now he's a cop. And now he's working <laughs> for the mafia as an undercover. And it's like, whoa, okay. That's a, that would be an interesting – that would give him more characteristic, I guess. It would, so, you know. But they – it was just weird. At the time, games were all about um, are you a good guy or are you a bad guy? Like, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing was yeah. important at the time. Well, I think it's funny. I think they were just sick of using Tanner. So, so that's probably why Parallels is just like another guy. New story. Yeah, it's a whole new story. Uh, I had it up. You but basically, it's about you're just this dude that is just a criminal, is just a driver, and his name's TK. <laughs> I don't know. It all takes place. So it takes place in New York, and you're a driver that gets like arrested. So it takes place in two timelines: 1978 and 2006. And I think because Drive 3R did so poorly, nobody wanted Tanner in their life. They ignored it. Yeah, they literally. I think they literally ignored it. Of so course, that's a good move. Good the dude move. you play is named TK, and he. Oh, get this! Oh my god, this is so good. What dude TK, the new main character received Game Informer's biggest dork of 2006 award. Wow, dude! We went from the best game of 2001 to like the biggest dork in 2006. Holy is that shit! What you're saying? Yeah. How big of a dork was this dude? I don't know. I guess. It, well, I did watch. I watched like two seconds of the. Uh, intro Does he say things like "Whoa, I don't want to break the rules"? Does he say something no, like he, that? Oh, pretty he's cool. He's like trying to be cool. Like he pulls up to wherever the, somebody's robbing someplace. He yeah. pulls up. He's like, "That's me. I'm a driver." And he <laughs> looks at the dude. The dude jumps in with like a ski mask. He's like, "You need a lift." Like he's trying to be cool. And I but just stopped like the video. I'm like, corny. "Nah, you don't. You're not Tanner. You don't deserve my attention. Like your That's your pants cool. are clean. Tanner's pants are always full of shit. Brown. They're brown." Yeah, yeah, he wears the brown pants. John Browner. Yeah, that's not tan. No, it's John tan Brown. Pants. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Well, actually, now that we skimmed over Parallel Lines, because nobody cares about Driver 3 or yeah, Parallel Lines, the best driver game. That I don't know if you've ever played Driver San Francisco. No, I haven't. Did you look up anything for this? No. This is oh like the, literally the only one I haven't seen anything footage from. So Driver San Francisco is like the reboot of the Driver franchise because I think after Driver 3 tanked, they sold the rights to Ubisoft. And Ubisoft was like trying to make a really good Driver game. They made like Parallel Lines and another shitty one. <clears throat> but Driver San Francisco, 
I'm genuinely excited about. So it came out in 2011 for the PS3, Xbox, the Wii, and the PC uh, in September 2011. I remember I bought this game, too. I bought this with a PS3 on Black Friday in 2011. I bought this, I think it was like 200, 250, I don't remember. But I remember a new driver game came out, and I'm like, ah, like I haven't played a driver game since. It's time. Yeah, like literally in like over 10 years. So I'm like, I'll give it a try. I had no clue what it was about, really. So I put it in. Apparently, first off, apparently it's a direct sequel to Driver 3, which who, unless you played that fucking game, which nobody did, you're not going to know that, which is insane for them to bounce off that. So in all reality, like just I looked this up too. It's the ending of Driver 3, the bad guy named Jericho and Tanner have a shoot off and they're both in like an alleyway and they both shoot each other and the the ambulance picks them up and you don't know what happens. So apparently... Uh, in between then and now, they both survived. They arrested the bad guy, and Tanner's okay. Is so Jericho it, the it, other it racer? Is, what's that? Is that Jericho another racer? No, Je- there is. There oh, is another God. racer guy. That is funny Rusty as hell. Something. His oh, yeah, name is okay, Rusty that's something. Fine. That's yeah, fine. he's like whatever. He's like Tanner's like arch nemesis. But he no, Jericho's himself. like the head of the mafia family in like the last two games. But he came back. He's like in two and three. They're both alive. So driver San Francisco starts off. The guy Jericho is getting taken by police on an escort to the prison. The graphics are really good. And it's Tanner and his sidekick, Tobias, like shooting the shit in the car. You hear that the guy Jericho breaks out of his like armored van. He's driving away. So you get the call. You, as the driver, start chasing him. I'm like, all right, normal driver shit, whatever. Yeah. You chase him, you bump into him. And then a cinematic happens where like a giant truck slams into tanner's car and you find out that tanner gets put in a coma jesus christ so then he wait well you see like you see like flashes of it and then he wakes up again in the car and his partner's like hey are you you okay dude he's like yeah yeah i'm fine so he he looks up and sees like a billboard sign that just says like wake up and he starts hearing voices he's in a coma so you start driving around you have no fucking clue what's going on and out of nowhere you pop out floating in the sky and drop into another car and so this whole time in it uh i forgot to mention this in the corners of the screen it's like a metal gear solid like talking heads of like whoever's in the car so when you pop out and go into another car it's you tanner and then whoever you're in the car with and it's like quantum leap you remember that show yeah yeah so everyone thinks like like the ambulance driver's like hey what are you doing jim like, drive straight. Hey, go, go, go. Move. You take Keep over going. this body, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, you can float up in the air and hijack any car you want. And it's either a taxi mission, it's an ambulance mission, you're like a crook. So, all the meantime, you were trying to figure out, I guess, in real life, what, what the guy Jared was going to, like, his plan. But this whole time, the whole game takes place in a coma. So, you're like God. You're bouncing in between cars pretending you're someone else and it's the fucking craziest gimmick they could have thought of to reignite the driver franchise way to do it because like they're like whatever dude let's go crazy let's go everyone does it it works so well it is so awesome are you like the whole game you're doing this and like he's trying to figure out what's going on and in the very end you in the coma you meet the bad guy and then the because the bad guy is just an interpretation of the bad guy because you're in a fucking coma not really him yeah, it's not really him. Like he he plays a mind game with Tanner because it's all in his head, 
and then they wind up in like a white area, like a white room, like the Matrix the suburbs. or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he turns into a bunch of crows. I don't fucking know. What? But <laughs> there's like the ending fight. So what they call it shifting. So if anyone remembers this game, it's called shifting when you take yourself out of the car and hop in other people's cars. But the final fight is you're in a car and you're trying, to chase the, you're trying to chase the bad guy. But so you're shifting into other cars and hitting them with lightning and throwing them at the bad guy's car sounds and going back and forth. Dude, it sounds it's as cool it's as it sounds. It's it? hilarious, too, because it's very self-aware. So it's sort of like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It doesn't try to be nitty and gritty. It's like, all right, we already did that 20 years ago or 10 years ago. This is what we got. This is is all we got going for. Oh, my God. It said, I want to be in that boardroom where someone was like, I have a great idea. Tanner goes in a coma. He doesn't shit himself. And he floats around to other people's cars. So I'm like, "Ah, like, how did this get past, like, the ratings of, like, of this being a good idea? And it works 100%. It's so – this is, like, the first time on this podcast – that I've talked about a game that I genuinely really love. When did it come out? 2011? Uh, 2011, yeah. I'll check this out. I'll fucking, I'll fucking check the hell out of it. Yeah, and the, and the so funny it's corny thing is, and awesome at the same time, right? How you uh, it? Wait, what? Corny and awesome at the same yeah, time? Yeah, it's corny and awesome, and the graphics are good. And the funny thing about this game is there were, the Wii version was not had nothing to do with the versions that came out the other oh, Dude, the Wii version of everything is so bad. I'm telling you, dude, Nintendo fucking sucks. The Wii fucking sucks. I guess because they thought that older people couldn't take like the flashing colors, like my mom. <laughs> no, of the, uh, stop. Of the she couldn't take the the shifting? Your mom can't shift. Is that what you're she saying? She couldn't take the shifting. So what they did was they just made an entirely new plot where it's Tanner's Origins. Oh, no. They it's, made like, another first... game for her. She they literally had to make a game for your mom. Yeah, they had to make a driver game for my mom. God damn, dude. So it's called sucks. it's still called Driver San Francisco, but it's basically Tanner's first like police missions. And there's nothing cool about it. It's basically <laughs> like it's like a reskin of the first game because you don't get out of your car. God damn it. You don't you can shoot. One of the most exciting things in the whole game was that you can drive on two tires. Whoa. Yeah, look out, Physics. PS5. <laughs> Here comes the Weavers in San Francisco. Damn. Yeah, dude. so Nintendo fucking sucks. And get this, Nintendo also sucks for this reason because Damn. I didn't I didn't realize that Driver San Francisco was backwards compatible, and I had it on my Xbox One. Like I guess it was, I downloaded it at some point, and I just sold my Xbox One because I don't touch it and got a Switch. So I could have done actual research and played it. But Nintendo forced me to buy a Switch. Wow. How do you do so that, Nintendo? really screwed the pooch on both those things. You said screw the pooch, dude. There you did. Every time everyone who's listening drink, <laughs> he said it. Yeah. We play a game where every time you say screw the pooch, we drink. We said that it's in the only, beginning. Yeah, it's only happened once in six, 16 yeah. episodes. But. Yeah. But anyway, Driver San Francisco, fucking fantastic. It's called shifting. Can't shift in the way unless you... Shift yourself with the fucking Wiimote. Unless you shift right. yourself while you're driving upside down in a race car. Yeah. You know um, but I had shift it. I screwed myself. I bought a Switch. And now I can never. And, oh, apparently you can't rebuy it. So it's not in the Steam store. It's not in the Ubisoft store. It's hard to find, like, used. Apparently it's like, I don't know if it's like a licensed thing. But it's, like, near to impossible to find 
anywhere digitally. This is crazy because I'm running into this problem with a game my son wants to play with Spyro and shit. Uh, it's called Skylanders. It's Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Oh, that was like the Disney Infinity. Oh, Disney yeah. Infinity did it better, dude. Well, guess what? My son wants to play Skylanders, and they don't make it anymore, and they don't sell it digitally anywhere. So I have to literally find an eBay place that's going to sell me this goddamn why game. The f- Wait, why does he want to play this fucking five-year-old dead game? It's funny because it came out in, like, 2014, exactly, or 2016. Yeah, and why does... He's obsessed with it. He's like, I need to play this. And I'm like, dude, I played this. It's Crash Bandicoot. And he's like, no, it's Skylanders. I'm like, it's whatever, dude. Yeah, well, sure. I don't understand. Where did he see commercials he for He saw a video of a kid playing it on YouTube. Uh, now he needs it. And the thing is, it's like, I can get it for, like, 15 bucks. I'm like, that's awesome, dude. Fine. Yeah. Now I can't get it. And he's obsessed. And he's like, well, why can't you get it? I'm like... You don't get it, dude. You don't just... He doesn't understand that you can't instantly get anything for the right price. Like, do you know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. understand that, which is a lot of people. Like, they're like, you just download the game on Steam. We talked multiple times about having to actually physically buy these games. Like, yeah, you, buy can't, and and you might buy be able to buy Skylanders, yeah. like, somewhere. But still, it's going to be hard to fucking find because it's dead. I think i got to eBay it, dude. i got to find someone who's selling it used or something. Yeah, that sucks. I know. I gotta interact. Um, so, so uh, is that all the drivers? No. Well, uh, I guess if I if I took a ride with Driver San Francisco, Wait. I guess I would give it I would give it four stars oh. and a ten dollar tip. Yo, dude. But for the Wii one, I would give it no stars and no tip. No stars, no tip, and throw up. Would you throw up in its ride? I would probably throw up in the game case and close it and resell it to GameStop. It's weird. Have you ever thrown up in a uh, Uber ride? Uh, I have, but it but it was Tanner, so he already shit himself. So it was like a combination. It was a combination, and it canceled itself out. So the car went upside down, and there was poop and throw up above you. Yeah. And you were okay with it, and you got out at your destination. I was perfect. Literally, it was probably the best ride of my life. Well, it's confusing he actually, me because afterwards. He handed me a shit-covered copy of the original driver. That's incredible. I think that's... It was in the jewel... It, actually, it wasn't in the jewel case. It was just the CD. <laughs> just the CD? With the, the shit-covered CD. In the, other, in the other hand, he had the manual? Uh, no he manual. Said, I'm, he said, I'm really sorry. I don't have the manual or the jewel case. Yeah, but he kept, like, saying it and shaking his hand with all the shit, so it kept swinging everywhere. That's I'm weird. like, all right, just give me the game, dude. Sounds like your dad. It might have been. He was just covered in poops, so I didn't see his face. Did yeah, you know sure. there was a comic book and a novel for Driver? Excuse me. Hold on. I almost threw up. What? <laughs> Is this a real thing? So, I guess to prep people for Driver San Francisco and Parallel Lines and whatever the Driver universe they want to make, so they made a, a novel called Driver Nemesis, and it took place between so 2 and sorry. 3 or something. 2 and 3 yeah, a.m.? 2 and 3 it came out in 2011, and then there was a comic book that took place between Driver 3 and San Francisco. It came out in 2011. And they also tried to make a Driver movie, dude. Did they? Yeah, they tried. apparently the guy that made Mortal Kombat tried making a Driver movie. That's hilarious, dude. This guy loves video games way too much. Yeah. I love him. I love him. Uh, he tried stop. making it in 2007. Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson tried making it. It had like a $50 million budget. Did Paul want to come talk to us? I think he needs to stop. We need to interview him. We need to interview his, like, family. 
Is yeah. Paul, is Paul terrible to be around? Yeah, he's I mean, he, he keeps getting these video game movies made, so probably not. Wait, he's got more made? Yeah, what did he make? Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, was that, <laughs> so I'm wondering if that's all he did, dude. He just wants to make movies, and he made Mortal Kombat, and they were like, okay, you're done. I'm pretty sure, I swear to God, he made another one. You can look it up while we move to the next segment. See, uh, he, uh, so what else happened with these driver initiatives? Nemesis. Is that what it's called? Driver Nemesis? Which driver Nemesis was the novel, yeah. Name for it in the world. What's the other Nemesis? Am I, am I forgetting? Oh, Resident Evil. Thank oh, you. Oh, that's the other. That's he, the other he did Resident Evil? He did Resident Evil. Ah, oh, damn it, dude. Yo, what a, did you even know that was a segue? No, I had no idea. I was you literally fucking nailed asking. it, dude. I'm telling you, you nailed it. I fucking, because I love Nemesis. 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 Yeah, it was, uh, he did, here we go. He did Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2. <laughs> he did Dead or Alive. Oh, my God. He did Resident Evil 3. Good Lord. He did Resident Evil 4. <laughs> he did Resident Evil 5, 6. Not a video game. He made a lot of Resident Evils. Is he, like, super, like, into video games, like, where, like, he's, like, I don't know. I just, I mean, he made movies in between, but like he just really likes Resident Evil. Sounds like he's got issues. I don't know. I mean, he also made Event Horizon. Remember that movie? Actually, oh my god, he did. I that love Event Horizon. Banging. Yo, that is a good movie. Yo, you should stick with other movies, dude. Just go sci-fi. Go full sci-fi, dude. Nah, I think he went full Resident Evil. <laughs> he didn't stop. He's still cranking them out. Jesus Christ! I didn't know there were that many Resident Evils in movie land. How many are there? Yeah, I didn't know there were I, I think there's like seven or eight. Oh, let me count. No, don't count, dude. It's going to take too much energy from you. <laughs> okay. I swear there's like seven or eight. All right, that's fine. What I wanted to end the episode was Driver 1 was the best of all. 100%. And you talked about shifting because you love it so much and you're going to marry it or whatever when you get older. <laughs> I think that's your your ultimate goal. But something about Driver was so nostalgic before nostalgia. Like, when I watch it, it's nostalgic. Like, yeah, it's something I played from 1999. But even when I was playing it in 99, it felt nostalgic. Yeah, I agree, yeah. It was so cool. It was the first game to have, like, hubcaps that flew off when you did a turn too sharp. And, like, your wheels would spin and you could do, like, a... Where did I read about it? Something really struck a chord with me, because it was around the time of, like, the Gran Turismo got its first game. Um, mm-hmm. San Francisco Rush got its first game. Someone said the controls were somewhere between the two. And I was like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, yeah. Like, Gran Turismo was too realistic. It's like you could talk about the 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 gear ratio of your cars and the RPMs, and you had to talk about you could shorten or lengthen the gear ratios in your cars. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't really care for Grand Turismo, to be honest. I don't give a shit. Because it was too fucking real. I think that was it. I, I agree with you. I actually think that was too it. Real. It was too real for me. I'm like, I don't care about the hubcap Jesus size. Right. <laughs> exactly. It, but And then there's the opposite end of the spectrum, San Francisco Rush, where you're fucking flying around. Oh, that, my God. Yeah. Which is fun. I have nothing against either of the games. I actually like both. But this game was somewhere in between where it was like, yo, it's a little bit, like, realistic. Like... 
the game had suspension to the cars. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I remember. Like, you can actually feel the car bounce, and it was like a 70s, 80s car bounce. And something about the way the game was made was very... It felt like you were playing a 70s or... Like a specific car. Like I was playing a 78 Cutlass, or I was playing an 84 Mustang, or I was playing, and I don't know enough about cars to know it, but that's how the game felt to me. Like I was playing Driver 1, which is like a 94 fuck-a-fuck. I don't know. Again, I don't know about cars, but there's something personal that happens with this game, and I feel like that happened, it it captured the essence of a car. Like, you know what I mean? Where like Mm -hmm. older people will talk about like a 74 so-and-so, and you're like, I don't know what that means. But that's what yeah, like I, I, I'm I'm glad they don't go too deep into the car aspect because I think in two and three, there's like licensed car models. Like all these car companies are like, we're giving you our models to put in your game. I like that the first one was like, yeah, they're they're cars, but you don't really need to know about cars. We're just gonna give you one car to drive and it looks really cool and it's a '70s muscle car and like, you know, like you so it was it. appealing to me too because I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but I don't need to know the name of it. Right, but this is. The way that a 70s muscle car is cool to people, which it's not cool to me, is probably the way that Driver would be cool to you or I. It's unique. There's mistakes to it. Like, I feel like there's ways to be more proficient nowadays. There's ways to be better. Graphics are better. But, like, there was something cool about it, something you could feel the muscles at work. Like, you'd feel – you could feel an imperfect game be pretty friggin' awesome. And – in an instance, like survival mode. Exactly oh my god, I'm, I'm so sorry. I know, I know. So there was a, if you played the game, you could do the story mode, which everyone, we've been talking about all night, but there's survival mode, where you would literally click on survival mode and pick a map, and everyone should pick San Francisco. Just fucking pick San Fran. Don't pick anywhere else. Because of the hilly streets. Is, and where is San Francisco is, where you start off in the uh, park? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it has the hilly streets. Yep. So, so you start off in in survival mode with a full felony meter, which is funny because it's like the origin of the uh, wanted meter in GTA, right? There you go, stealing more shit. Yep. So your felony meter is full, meaning the cops are onto you, they're chasing you, and they're going full speed. The cool thing this game did that most games don't have the balls to do is they gave the cops like 140% car speed. <laughs> Meaning, like, they also it sounds weird. gave them the spirit of Satan. Well, that's, it gave them, like, I'm telling you, it was like, they could go faster than you could go when you held the, the gas button the whole time. So yeah. they were always going faster and catching up to you faster and just going faster. So the whole idea was outsmart them. And the coolest feeling in the world was these demon cops who were <laughs> chasing you at 130 miles an hour. And you know how they stop you? They just ram your car over and over. Yeah, they just they keep going. Because you have a damage meter, too. We forgot to mention that. And once they filled your damage meter up, you were done. Mm-hmm. The only cool thing is that you could fill up their damage meter to stop a cop. And theirs is always lower than yours. I don't know if you caught that, but, I mean, it makes sense. It would take, like, seven cops. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you ran the cop, eventually he would lose. If you did it in San Fran... There'd be times where I'd know the path to take. You go right for five seconds, you turn right at an angle towards the street, and the cop who's chasing you at 140 miles an hour would hit a park bench. And you could look behind you, and he hit it doing like... Oh, yeah, yeah, you you click the two shoulder buttons, and you could look behind you. 
which is a cool aspect of the game. And his yep. car would go, woo, 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 and you could hear him die. And then another <laughs> one would take its place, but, like, it didn't matter. You were just running for your life. And it was so cool because in the hilly area of San Fran, you would go down a hill, and your car would get, like, you know, like five feet airborne. It would look really cool. Your hubcaps would fall. Well, the cop behind you was doing 180. <laughs> and you would just freaking fly over, A, your car, B, other cop cars, C, civilians. They were just – they were programmed to kill you. There they was no – It was like ragdoll yeah. physics. Yeah. They would hit things and just fly in the air. They would throw their bodies at you as fast <laughs> as they could. And they it was so funny because there would be other cars, like traffic. They would ram into traffic at 190 mile an hour to hit you. So, like, there's an innocent car going, like, 20, and there's just a cop going 190. It goes straight in the air. Oh, Fucking, man. That shit cracked me up. If it you actually up, hurts right now because I'm smiling thinking about how amazing that survival mode was. Yeah. Whenever I would start survival mode, I would pick San Fran. I would start in the park. I would do a U-turn. And go, oh, and I would, did you? Okay. I would go straight where I knew there was two trees. So I would keep going really close to the trees, but I knew where to, like, press the yeah, over button to, like, not yeah. to hit the tree. The cops didn't know. So I would look behind me, and two cops would just ram into the trees. And it was my favorite pleasure because I'm like, I fucking tricked you. Now I have to survive one whole minute now. <laughs> so I would keep going. Like you were saying, like, you go yeah. down, you go over the hills, you go up, yeah, like, yeah, five yeah. feet. Yeah. These cops go, like, fucking in the sky. <laughs> Sometimes what I would do is uh-huh. I would see a big hill drop and i would st- i would uh halt my break over the hill and yeah. i would stop and i would do a u-turn and go up and above oh, me were all the car God, cars dude. flying Fucking like it was flying 190 oh miles my hour. God. so that, that only lasted for so long because then the cops kind of picked up on it and they would just yeah. be even more aggressive and the, the 30, ai was like turned up like 90 so good i yeah i vividly remember those memories of playing survival mode and not even last <laughs> maybe a minute <laughs> Yeah, dude, 30, That's that was your nickname in high school, wasn't it? What was it? Say it. Say what it was, dude. Everyone would be like, yo, it's Dan Tendo playing survival mode, not even lasting a minute. And then your last name. I didn't want to give it out. But, yeah, that's what they would say in the hallway. Yeah. We didn't even go to high school together, dude. I know. Well, kids were saying it in my high school about you. And then our, neighborhood was really, our neighborhood was really, really different because yeah. you just kept chanting each other, other people's names in different high schools. Yeah. It's wild shit. Yeah. What's the other, uh, so first off, the survival mode is, okay. uh, if anyone has an original copy of Driver and can play it, uh, God bless you, man, because that survival mode is probably the best thing to come out of the PlayStation 1 era of all time. It might actually be one of the best features of PlayStation 1. Yeah. Survival mode driver. You say that to someone and they played it, they know. Yeah. It's wild shit. So so here's another thing. They added something which was like it was kind of a lot of work, but kind of cool idea. It was called uh director mode. Yep. So you could literally set up cameras. They'd have like five different kind of cameras. Moving camera, still still shot from the sky, first person mode, second person mode. Like there was a whole bunch and you could record what you had just done. Like, kind of revolutionary. Could you record, I forget, could you record the survival modes? You can record everything. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so, oh, fuck. Recording yeah. survival modes would have been the best thing on the planet. Oh, I think we did. Normal people oh, we probably did, stuff. okay. Yeah, I think we have some where, like, cops are going 100 mile an hour and hitting another cop car straight in the air, like, you know, physics 
Good physics. Oh my god. Yeah, it was called it was called director mode. They get they it was really detailed. Like legit detailed for a PlayStation 1 like movie editor. Like thing. it could take you an hour to make a 5 minute clip, not even. Oh my god. No, I 100% agree. Yeah. So, I actually did you, do you remember make? I remember making maybe a few, but I do remember it taking like fucking forever. Yeah, it took I'm way like, too long. Yeah. Like it was super custom, customizable. Super, it was probably one of the most advanced uh, filmmakers. One of the first, probably of its time. I'm 100 percent so, gonna say one of the first. So the I found the manual again. So there's yeah. a play. There's a bunch of options you can do to do it. There's play pause. There's auto director. So I think auto director is you put it on. And it probably just changes. The, uh, the camera angle every like five seconds. Yeah, because fast forward, a frame advance, oh. rewind to the beginning and add camera, so you can change it to like you said, like a tripod or first yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, tripod. Yeah. Change camera in car, tripod camera. Yeah. So, uh, are we going to talk about the art of chase? Yeah. So okay. So this is also a game where a lot of these games, San Francisco Rush, racing games, Grand Theft Auto. They had like um, pedestrians because you have to make your streets look very realistic. You got buildings, you got people, pedestrians, other cars. This one, like all the others, had pedestrians that were, as your car approached, they would run out of the way. Or what were they doing before you got there? Who knows? Maybe we'll find out in the art certain, of chase. <laughs> in the art of chase. Anyway, uh, so your brother, who I I don't want to call him an art major. But I feel like I don't. I think it, wait, was he, he like a major, major in aspects? Art? No, but I feel like he had those aspects in his life. Like I feel like he studied film and architecture. And I like, think he I did. Like I mean, he, he just loved movies. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he. So this mode came out, this director mode, and most people spent I don't know like twenty minutes trying to make a video, realized it took way too long, and decided not to do it. Like that's oh, just check like, out my cool car crash. Check out my yeah, cool car exactly. video. Right, like, and everyone tried to make it. It took too long. It didn't look that cool, but it was it was good an attempt. So your brother did, I believe, the greatest driver film editing review I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he made us watch it, I'm pretty sure. He made us watch it. It's called The Art of Chase. <laughs> so do you want to say what it was? Yeah, so I just remember... It had some of the best crashes, some of the best physics, some of the best, the coolest car scenes ever. The engine sound awesome. So we'll call him Christopher, for lack of a better term, made the art of chase. And he, he showed us what it was. It was literally what all the people, the pedestrians, were doing when they weren't involved in the crash, the chase. <laughs> The car. So Nothing. he would it was set people in the street. So he would set he the camera up, tripod like a, mode, like a tripod mode, and film a pedestrian <laughs> walking away as maybe like a block away the car action was going on. So it would just what? be showing this person walking, and then you would maybe see a blip of like a car passing. One, one or two of the scenes was just someone because they had a little picnic table set up and they were eating lunch together, and it was like two pedestrians <laughs> in polygons, and it was just them for like eight whole seconds. And I was like, what, what are you doing? And, and that's the, whole... the best part. My favorite part is obviously people take hours <laughs> just to make a five minute video of car crashes. This probably took Chris like five <laughs> minutes. No, dude, it probably still took an hour. <laughs> like, but it was so funny because it was so, 
it was just people, the pedestrians that no one paid any attention to that were inanimate objects, essentially, and would drive out of the way. And he just yeah. videotaped them for, like, minutes at a time of just their daily lives. It was the, the best thing. I, I mean, obviously, we never will forget that. No, I will never forget. And I love that he called it the art of chasing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it was. Good on him. He I was older because, than us. I was probably I was probably jealous of his video game editing precision. So I tried so I tried to put him in video games. I don't know <laughs> if I ever told you this. I, Did I ever tell you this? I think you have. Don't worry, that's okay. Um there was a game we're gonna I mean, we're gonna keep talking about him. There was a game called RPG Maker. Yeah, for the, yes, for the PlayStation One. I think it was like two discs or one disc, whatever. But you can make your own Final Fantasy game. So I thought it was funny because he liked movies. I wanted to make a whole game about him and loving movies. So I made like a first level of like a Final Fantasy game of you play as him and me and the rest of my family are like his like uh what do you call them in Final Fantasy? Like a team? Teammates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or teammates. Whatever. So he's walking around the city, but everyone's responding like, get out of here, you smell like shit. Or, sorry, we don't sell movies here. And then there was a giant <laughs> dragon that was like, yeah, I don't have your movie. Like, get out of here. Like, we don't talk to dorks. But it was so hard to do. So I, like, stopped doing it after, like, one level. But I'll, it was called uh, Chris and the Search for the Movie or something. <laughs> it was so stupid. But I'm like, this literally took me, like, months to make. And it was physically impossible to finish and it. it. That's so funny, and that's with all the tools to help yeah. you make it easier. And I also tried doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you with him? Again? I tried doing it in a little Big Planet game, where I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make another story about Chris, like picking his nose and eating it, boogers." And so I tried making it, and it was just just as hard. It was like 2014, 15, and I couldn't do it. I like just made him in the game, and then made someone call him a dork, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done." Damn, dude. Yeah, it's really hard to make fun of someone. <laughs> I think Especially really when you're trying to make, to make it game, in video dude. game form. It's hard to make a game. It's hard to make Driver. It's hard to make Art of Chase. It's hard to make all of these things. You know, he, he may be on the podcast soon, so maybe he can defend himself. I hope he does. I hope he talks about Art of Chase. What if he's like, I don't even remember making that, guys. We're like, That's a funny thing. thing. I feel like he, he won't. might not. And we'll be like, it was the greatest moment of our lives. He just made Art of Chase one day. Yeah. So Driver, I don't know what I, I mean. Do we, do we rate survival mode and director mode? Yeah. How would you if they were if they were your lift if they driver? Drove how would you rate them? I would let them throw up on me, and I still wouldn't charge them the throw up fee, and I would give them five out of five stars. Nice. Both of them? No, just survival mode. Um, okay. Director mode, like I'm like uh, three and a half out of five, and I'll like I kind of cheat tip them. No, five out of five, but I give them a bad tip. Like oh, perfect. That's a good. That's like the perfect. It's like, like oh yeah, I'm giving you a good a good rating. Here's a dollar. I'm really sorry. Like, can you imagine being like a lift, a lifter Uber driver opening your thing and says like, oh shit, five stars, and then it's the flip. <laughs> oh no, no money. It's like oh he. Well, thanks for the stars. Biggest fuck you. Yeah, one of the money, not the stars. Yeah. Yeah. So driver is a classic. I don't know anything yeah. about cars. I still don't know anything about cars. Driver two, yeah. Driver three, not a classic. Yeah. We didn't even talk about parallel lines. Driver right. San Francisco, classic. Okay. If you ever get the chance to play that, play that. Um, Art of Chase, classic. 
That's Demon the police officers. Classic. Yeah. Survival mode. Please. This, this ser- the, the last game was 2011. This series needs to come back, but it's physically impossible without like some kind of gimmick. Mm, maybe like could've... uh Tesla. Driver driverless cars? So like yeah, you are the driver. Well we, you are the driver. He just sits in the passenger seat and Tesla <laughs> drives them from place he's to just place. On his phone. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Why are you even a getaway driver? And he's like, I don't know, this this car does it pretty good. Yeah. It stops when I need it to stop. I don't <laughs> crash. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Like, so like, any last me, words? Michael. Any parting words for driver? No, um, I really think it epitomizes, like, the muscle car, where people from the 70s and 80s are always telling you a uh, 76 Cobra or a uh, 93 Trans Am, and they always say a year in a car, and I'm always like, yeah, sure, but I don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, well, you don't envision it because you play driver. No, no, I'm, I don't envision it at all because I've never owned <laughs> these cars, and I don't know what they're talking about, but they're like, yeah, it drives like this, and it has an engine like this, and you're like, I don't know, sure, whatever. That's how I feel, maybe I feel about driver. And I would try and okay. say that to people. I'm like, yo, 99, driver. It's, it's friggin' awesome. And someone's like, I don't know, there's better games. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. It's not a better game. It's just, it has a personality. It's unique. It's Mom, awesome. Listen, Ubisoft, Mom. that was your nickname. Forgot that was your mom's nickname, dude. She changed it, actually. She changed it. She went from Candy Bush to Ubisoft. No, to you guys, you saw. She's GT Studios for Good Talk Studios, uh, and now she just talks to them. She doesn't have sex with anyone. Okay, Dan. Wow, shouldn't she just have sex with your dad? No, no one. <laughs> okay. She gave it up for Lent for the holiday season. <laughs> Tanner gave up diapers, and your mom gave up sex. <laughs> well, they gave up diapers. That's a pretty big jump. <laughs> yeah. He wants a when, toilet tanner's back, man. That's, that's weird because uh, for my mom to have sex, she needs diapers. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. That was a per- uh, we're going to end. So thank you for listening to our episode All About Driver. Well, I think we Seriously. we sort of talked about all the games. There were some we didn't talk about, you but they're obviously are not the wheelman, question mark? We say you it like are, that. Yeah. The listener, you are the wheelman. If, we're ready. You know, be like us, rating driver. If you find us on iTunes or what is it? What are the other places? iHeartRadio. Anything you find us on, again. give us a rating. Uh, give us a review. Toss it up there. Seriously, and maybe one day up. we'll be driving yeah. you. You know what I'm maybe saying? Maybe we'll be driving you. Maybe we'll be steering you in the right direction. Maybe we'll be corralling your nice, soft, delicate opinions. Yeah. So, so from... Us customers to you guys, drivers, uh, thanks for listening. Nick, thanks. What's the, what do we always say, like rev up or? Rev know, down. Rev down. Game well, over. Yeah, game over, everybody. Game over, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, 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 wow,